0: shadows from the tree the podcast that digs deep into newspaper archives to try to find out more information using historical research to be able to find your potential relatives we are michelle and danielle and we are excited to bring this podcast to you and so we're going to get started all right so michelle My article is titled, the headline, Two Mothers to Battle in Court for Possession of Child. Ooh. Yes. (laughs) And us both being moms, you know, we'll see how this goes. All right. So each claims she's the mother of a boy who recognizes neither. It will take a modern Solomon to decide who is the parent. And this article came from the Toledo News Bee in February 13 of 1914, which was out of Ohio. Okay, and then I will point out for those who are listening that there are pictures in this article, which I just love because yes. then you can people actually link the faces. Yeah, so. you can link people to um, the story. So there's two pictures, and there's one boy on the left, and it says Bobby Dunbar before his disappearance, and on the right there's an, uh, another picture of a boy that says the boy found in whom two mothers claim. And then on the far right of the article, there is a photo that says, Miss C.P. Dunbar, who now has possession of the boy, she and another woman both claim. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, me and Michelle both agreed that we would find an article based on, like, missing yep. people. missing people. Um, so, yeah, here we go. All right, so here it starts. It says, um... Appaloosa, Louisiana, February 13, two mothers claim the same child. Each swears the boy in this case is hers. Evidently, one of the mothers is mistaken. They can't both be mothers of the same child. And a modern American judge has to decide the greatest case of the, of the kind since wise old King Solomon faced the famous case of two mothers claiming the same child. It quotes, They shan't take him away from me, end quote, cried Miss Dunbar, one mother. I don't care if the, all the jurors in the courts in the world say he isn't mine. If a mother doesn't know her own child, then please tell me who does. End quote. And yet Julia Anderson, a typical Southern Carolinan from the hills, had seen the child and declares the child as hers. It's not going to be a battle, this Dunbar case. Instead, it's going to be a battle of mothers for what each believe is her own child. And the boy is too young to realize what this all is about. Robert Dunbar and Bruce Anderson were both four years, oh, uh, four years old the same month and former is from Apolisa and later is from a hut in South Carolina. So, then it goes into a, a category of the article that says, One Poor, One Rich. Hmm. So, the Dunbar child has every advantage and pleasure known. The illegitimate Anderson child has nothing. The Anderson child was taken on a trip in a wagon through the farmlands of Louisiana and Mississippi by a man named Walters. The mother says she sent the boy away because he was very lonely. One month later, on August 14, 1912, Robert Dunbar was playing on the banks of the alligator ridden Lake Swayze when he disappeared. So I dug in quick. Well first what's your what's your So Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpack yeah. in that person. So,
1: like, were there fathers like one of them? You said was illegitimate. So yeah. uh, there wasn't.
0: Yes. So who was this Walter's person? So okay, so first I looked at the ancestry yeah. census from 1910 because that would be the closest to the to the date that yeah. this Robert Dunbar child went missing. Mm-hmm. And in that house was Percy Dunbar, the head of the house. Yep. So Robert's dad. It was his mom, Lessie. Mm -hmm. and at that time it was percy's brother um living with him as well and you know how i mentioned one poor one rich right the dad in the census was listed as a real estate agent so i think they had money (laughs) so um and then i tried digging into ancestry and i couldn't find anything on anderson i typed in bruce i typed in um mom's name julia i so i'm still gonna keep digging into because it's gonna bother me that i can't find them but um you know people have claimed bruce anderson is a real boy so um and then walters we'll get into it but he's he's the character that is a suspect in this article Mm. um and then there was so many articles and one had mentioned that well bobby dunbar was returned i guess back to the dunbar family that he had a pony he was given a bike so this this child was um Obviously, getting everything that he would have wanted. Well treated. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay, so then the next part of the article goes into um, Robert uh, Robert Disappears. So, Robert failed to return in several hours, and his mother and father began a hunt. His cap was found. That was all. It was believed the child had been drowned, and the alligators devoured his body. A... Year after Bobby disappeared, several women in Columbia, Mississippi noticed an old cabin suddenly inhabited. They saw a boy playing in the yard. The dumb boy, the woman exclaimed. So, I found another article while digging around and it was actually one of the first articles I found from August 31st, 1912. It, it was in the Opelousa, Louisiana um, newspaper article. And it kind of gave more details about when he first went missing, so that was quite interesting for me. And the title of it was, Robert Dunbar, four years old, mysteriously disappears. No trace of youth and belief is that he has perished in the woods. And um, this article gave more details too about like why they were there. So the family had gone with like a party of people um, for a few days to go fishing and hunting. And then there's been some misinformation as I like, started going through, as you know with the newspapers. Yeah, gonna, they changed their story. Yeah, you gotta do <laughs> several your, layers <laughs> deep. Yeah, so you gotta do your due diligence or just speculate yeah. at that point as to what, you know, you think when you piece it all together. But um, they one article said that the dad had to go away for a little bit, so the boy was following him, and so the dad said, Go back, go back to camp and I guess he went, but then then he disappeared. Something else I had saw and read was that one of the brothers took a bunch of the kids down to the water, and then he just accidentally didn't realize he was missing, so I'm not quite sure. Either way, both of those people probably feel terrible that that was their last interaction. Um, And then in that article, they had said about 500 people came out for the search party, and then there's a list of all the townspeople who actually offered money, To, um, give a thousand dollar reward for the recovery of the boy. It was almost like a modern day, like, um, what are the, uh, online where you can get the money? Yeah. Exploited. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, so-and-so gave $25, so-and-so gave this much. um, GoFundMe. Yeah, the GoFundMe. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Of 1912. (laughs) So, um... And then the most interesting part that I found, again, with like seeing that picture that the article had, it was a description that they were giving around to people in case they found um, the boy. So it said, age four years old and four months, full size for age, stout but not fat, (laughs) large round (laughs) blue eyes, light hair, and fair skin with rosy cheeks the left foot had been burned when a baby and shows scar on big toe which is somewhat smaller than the big toe on the right foot um he wore blue rompers and straw hat without shoes so that was kind of the description of his last this is the dunbar this is the the robert dunbar the real child of the percy and Leslie that went okay.
1: missing so i have a question so he's four years old i don't know we have children yeah. like He doesn't know his mom, who
0: his mom is. (laughs) I'm so glad you brought that up because (laughs) I have that at a later point because I was thinking that the whole time. Like, so my daughter's young. Right. But she's younger than this child. But still, she brings up things from like years ago that out of the blue, I'm like, wait, you remember that? Yeah. And and even when I look back at photos of her, it's like, I don't know. I don't, there's a difference in her age between, you know, one year to another, but not that drastic, that
1: yeah. Four-year-old should know who, yeah. mom, who mom is yeah. for sure. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> it's a great point because I was also thinking the same thing. Um, so I get I get into that a little bit later with another article that I found. So we'll um we'll loop back to that. Okay. Uh but yeah. So that's so far as the disappearance, and I guess they had flyers that you know yeah. the dad actually in numerous articles that I found was like on a manhunt. He obviously having the resource of money to do yeah. these things. He he was going to certain states. He was trying to dig up as much information as he could, um, and you could feel their heartbreak. I can't. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Right. Any, um, Desperation. Oh yeah, that's just a terrible situation. So, I think, as I would too, you go and find anything and anything you can. Um, so, yeah. So we'll see. Um, then the next category, uh, The next little part of the article article was called Dunbar's claim body. So. The father and mother hurried to Columbia and after um at midnight let me just make sure I didn't see Oh, here we go. Sorry about that. Um so they drove in an auto several miles to the hut. By the glare of an oil light, Miss Dunbar stood over a dirty faced sleeping boy in a pile of straw. It's my boy. Thank God, she cried. The boy failed to show any recognition of this of his mother. Walters declared that this child was not Robert Dunbar, but Bruce Anderson of South Carolina. Julia Anderson is the mother, and she was also brought to opa Lusa The boy failed to recognize her, but she's positive that the boy is her child. So, yeah, so, <laughs> let me go back. So, they get this call from um, these women that say, oh, we see this guy Walter with a boy. Yeah. And so, automatically... They think this boy is Robert Dunbar. They go check out this hut, see the boy, and in one article, article I found, it actually says that after the mother said that, she fainted, probably out of just mm-hmm. so many emotions. But, mm-hmm. um, but then Walter saying, no, no, this is actually Bruce Anderson, which yeah. is Julia's child. So, hence the two of them thinking this child is the same, <laughs> same kid. Um, it's like a doppelganger kind yeah, of situation. Exactly. And when you look at the photo, there are some similarities, but I also noticed a little bit of differences, like the shape of the face, yeah. a little bit more, you know. But again, we'll see, you know. And, and I should point out that once I was going through all the articles, that the time that the boy went missing originally to this point in time when they actually start this case of whose child is it, eight months have gone by. Oh, boy. So a lot of the articles that I said I saw were, were saying after eight months the mothers don't recognize him or he doesn't recognize the mother. But to your point again, yeah. eight months is not that long at four years old when, you know, they have to – they should know these things. So it was, it was interesting. You would hope they would um,
1: – How long was he with Walters?
0: With Was the mom there at that point? Yeah, so I'll go into that about kind of what his time was like with Walters. So, um yeah, I'm trying to see here. I'm just looking at my notes. But there was actually a, um, another article that went into when Julia came to the Dunbar house um, to try to identify him. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, other kids there to kind of see, like, a lineup almost. Yeah. of Like, can she recognize them? And she couldn't at first. Um, and then she had asked to come back, like, another day. And then supposedly then recognized him due to, like, Robert having, like, a weird foot thing. Right. I guess, supposedly, Bruce also had a weird foot thing. The same foot? It <laughs> was a left foot, yeah. So, weird. So, yeah. Um, but again, the boy didn't recognize him, and the boy was being called Bruce. The boy was being called, they called him Bobby, and still, like, no reaction. Um, and it even got into another article where they had mentioned, like, this Bobby little boy started being like, Oh, I remember this candy store. And then a mail delivery person would come, and he'd be like, "What's my name?" And he's, "Oh, you're so and so, you know, whatever." And, and so they started to think, "Oh, you know, wow, this is really it's for sure, Bobby. He knows all these things." Um, so definitely, just definitely interesting. Um, the next part of the article was Will try Walters. So it was just the other day that the Supreme Court of Mississippi decided Walters should be sent to Louisiana for trial. The Dunbars said that one of their main identifications is a scar on the child's left foot. And they quoted, The burn was covered by new smooth skin, end quote, said Ms. Dunbar. Quote, See, the child's left foot has the same mark, end quote. The other mother has witnesses from her home to prove her contention that the child is her son, Bruce Anderson. If the boy is Bruce, where is Robert Dunbar? If the boy is Robert Dunbar, where is Bruce Anderson? Can a mother whose four-year-old child has been away from her for one year so far forget the child's image as to lay claim to another woman's child as her own? It's a modern Solomon to decide. So that was the end of the article that I found. Um, But all the points that you already brought up. And so I dug into more to find out, like, what happened yeah. I like, can't just leave it right leave it like that who went, who's the kid with <laughs> who does he get to live with yeah. does he get the pony yeah right <laughs> so um and, and I also had this other thought as I was reading I said you know this mom who's got no husband I get you know no right. husband who's poor who actually was called like a tramp in one of the articles oh jeez. and I think she had other children with again no fathers like did she see the Dunbar family and say like, wow, my child is better off. Like, yeah. did she play it down? Like, you know, it's just... And why was he gone in the first place? Right, right. So, um, I'm trying to see if I put it specific here. So, it was told that Julia Anderson had... Th- it's, again, conflicting. There was many different relations as to who Walter was in, was to Bruce.
1: Yeah.
0: One was that it was his brother's child. Okay. So, Bruce was his brother's child. Another was that his um, this Julia took care of his parents.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and so I guess Julia allowed him to go with Walters for what she thought was a small trip, and ended up being mm-hmm. eight months, and just never, for whatever reason, never. Never came. came yeah, back never came to missing or. Him missing or no.
1: Sorry, if my son is gone yeah, for, is. like, more than a day or two, like, where, Yeah. why isn't he back yet? I know,
0: yeah. <laughs> What's so, going on? again, does she not have, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know her life, she her background, her back yeah. Yeah. yeah, no power in the story. Yeah. Um, so, basically, the trial took two weeks, um, and the verdict came out that Walters was sentenced to life in prison. What? Yeah, so they. For kidnapping? Yes. And I guess that's how the rule, the laws were back in um, Louisiana. Wow. That, of the time.
1: So was um, this because Lydia, right, was her? Lessie. Um, Lessie. Res- yeah.
0: Dunbar, yeah. Oh, that, oh. No, which one? the other one. Julia.
1: Julia. <laughs> so Julia, <laughs> did she press charges or was the other one? Lessie press charges. It was
0: Lessie. It was the Dun. Yeah, it the Dunbar, was the Dunbar. The wealthier saying, family. Hey, Okay. You took my kid. This is my oh. kid You kidnapped him. And they even had said, like, and and I think Walter was a tinker. I think was his title. Um, but they had said that he was kidnapped from the, the lake
1: fishing. But that's not yeah, even a he, close right, location. Like, right. what? How was he
0: there? Right. So that's those a, questions. Yeah. And all the articles that I read were kind of like the people of Mississippi were for were for Julia and Bruce. Yeah. And the people you know Louisiana were for the Dunbars. So, Geesh. but yeah. So after serving two years, though, he was given a new trial. But due to the the costs that, um, you know, were associated with all of that, they acquitted him, and he was set free after two oh, years. Oh, well, that's, I guess, two years, but two oh, years yeah. is still... So... <laughs> for, for what? Now, there's one thing that kept popping up in my mind as I read this over and over again, was, oh my gosh, had there been DNA right back in the Easy, day, this would have been Easily
1: like, solved. Yeah. yeah. Give me a hair follicle, yeah. done. Yeah. Blood test. Exactly. <laughs> we're yep. you we're done. Right. You are yep. my
0: kid. And so, I, me and Mr. Michelle had decided, you know, we were going to definitely focus on prior to
1: 1923,
0: yeah, just to, to, to uh, allow for the privacy, I guess, yeah. of, of the people, and, but I did do a Google search <laughs> of the Robert Dunbar, and just to see if anything had popped up, if I could find an obituary, whatever. I found an obituary, he moved on to live, like, a great, happy life, um, had his own kids, you know, so everything was, was great, but then I found an article. That had said, um, does it say specifically, it was Margaret Dunbar Cutright cut um, and Linda Trever, who were the respective granddaughters of Bobby Dunbar and Julia Anderson. And they had set out to solve the case in 2004. And they did DNA? They did DNA. <gasps>
1: tell me, tell me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> First, who do you think? What do you think? I think he was um, Julia's. Nick? Okay. Yeah. So, um, they do, the, they do the DNA of Margaret's dad, mm-hmm. which was um, Robert Dunbar Jr., so this, yep. the missing child. The missing boy. Yeah, was, um, son, Robert.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, to one of Julia's then grandchildren, I guess you would right. say. Um, and the result, the result showed that, wrong. <laughs> He was not related to the Dunbar's. He was oh,
1: not. See, it was too
0: like too many mm-hmm. miles between. In it didn't fact, make yeah. sense. In fact, yeah. he was Julia Anderson's son. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. And the article was interesting. And again, I only bring it up because it, it was so public. I was quite surprised at how public this one little article I first found out ended yeah. up being. Um, but it sounded like that family to their own respect. So it was split. Some people wanted to just leave it as it was. They yeah. had lost a Bobby Dunbar. Why lose it again? Yeah. Some, some were just you know really wanted to find out, you know, um, and so this woman Margaret um, Cutright actually wrote a book. I actually took it up from the library. I got to pick it up, <laughs> but I'm I'm so interested to That's see. So cool. Um, and she had dug like really went into digging into details. She even went up to the uh, I think it was the judges or, or the attorney. The attorney um old address and the daughter of the attorney lived there still and she had the whole files like nine hundred pages supposedly of all the court all the documents, records insane. and she I guess used this wow. to help with her book. So I know.
1: What a story. That's a know. great one. Good. Wild, find. Right?
0: Wow. So, you know, and I think our hopes is that for anyone who hears these more darker genealogy type stories, you yeah. know, it's to it's to loop back around and just Know who your ancestors were, what trials and tributes they had gone through, and you know, just respect their time. and And this is also just really fascinating how newspapers of that time really uh wrote about all these things. What happened to the real Dunbar boy? I know. I, I'm assuming he's in those woods. I'm assuming he. They, there was even an article that they were using dynamite to blow up the lake to try to raise whatever was in there, nice. and it was just like. I mean, it doesn't sound very good if there's yeah. bears and alligators and you know, very sad. And I'm sure no one, they might not be able to find out.
1: Okay, so my story is pretty local in Glendale. So in the little, little roadie. So this is about Charles Cummings Crom. Crom, crumb, crumb. They kind of like <laughs> go back and forth with this one. Um, So, he originally was from Athens, Pennsylvania. He came to Providence to work as a railroad agent. So, he was here for about, I don't know, a couple years, and then he got transferred to Glendale. So, I didn't realize how Barville had so many train stations, and it was was a pretty happening place in, like, 1900. But, um, so, he lived at the Western, the Great Western Hotel, Right we we know where that is <laughs> pretty local um so this is interesting because he just disappeared one night <gasps> just yep he went it was a sunday night he asked a neighbor for a towel and he was going down to the local watering hole to take a bath in the river um it was called clear river and it was, like, a branch of um, that went to, like, the mill pond. So there was a Glendale mill that they had dug up, a, a pond that they had dammed for so they could have the, the mill there. But he went down there Sunday night. It was sometime after 7, and he didn't show up for work on Monday morning. So the station was hopping, and there was no one to, like, take the payments at the station. So they, they tried to track down where he was the night before, and someone reported that... He had gone down, so they went to the the watering hole and they found a pile of clothes on the riverbank. They found, let me check my notes, it was his trousers, it was a vest, it was actually his agent cap was found there, Um, stockings, which I think it's funny, they call them stockings, Stockings, um, a vest, shirt, shoes, stockings, and they were under the impression that he had drowned.
0: Mm, as you would
1: think so right I mean. because according to his friends he didn't know how to swim oh great and <laughs> and then several weeks earlier he actually had been saved from drowning oh yeah so and then his father had reported he had a weak heart so like oh man it was sliding up until- that he was not gonna be found alive so yes. they did they did um start draining the, the pond. They actually shut the mill down for the Monday afternoon, and they they like started dra- it's called dragging. They started looking for the body, and nothing was turning up. So, and how old is he? He's about 23, okay. 24. and he's he doesn't have any like dark past or like yeah. gambling debts. Yeah. So they they called him. Let me see what I put in my notes here. Um, he was boyish, obliging, and kind-hearted, always paying back his debts. Aww. So, it seems like he had some friends and, like, people genuinely thought he was a good person. So, there was no, like, ill will <laughs> or somebody out to get him or anything like yeah, that. Drowning. Yeah, drowning. Drowning. Everyone everyone just drowned back then, but, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it goes on for a few days and then nobody has turned up. Mm. So, there's, like, well you know this he did wear this watch he's he's been in glendale for about four years now and three years ago his family for i think it was a christmas gift gave him this really nice gold watch it was like his prized possession he always had you know you're a rail station agent. you need to know what time so you always have your watch on you and the watch and his wallet were not found with his clothes so like if you're going in the water, you're not gonna be keeping yeah. those. I know, like if you took your stockings off, you're taking your watch off, right? Weird, okay. So that's not found. So there's only 17 cents found in his pockets, and they they thought you know he would at least have 20 dollars. They said he had you know he had decent money, so they didn't understand why his wallet and watch were missing. So local authorities were kind of on the the idea of another train of thought of maybe yeah. he he took off. So they started asking around, but there was no carriage ordered on Sunday night where, you know, they're like, maybe he took a train from Monsauket because there was trains from there too. And nobody heard of that either. So his father ended up coming like down, well, up because they were from Pennsylvania. He's a chief burgess. So he was burgess. pretty well known in yeah. Pennsylvania. So he came up and he thought he was going to, you know, get the real, <laughs> <laughs> the real town, go in here and, and figure out the the reasoning. But he, he started, you know, talking to the examiners and he was really pushing that he drowned. So, like, look harder, basically. Oh, <laughs> Keep wow. looking. A, yeah. Right under the <laughs> yeah. <of them. laughs> right? Like, there were people on rafts. There were people, like, there was a section that said they were diving deep and, like, the deeper sections. They even talked to old Ned Wright. Oh. All right? So, this is an interesting part. That he was believed to have the power of second sight. Okay Ooh, so nice. he, okay. yep, so he, he knew he had um, been thought of like they actually had a really good reputation of finding things okay. that people had lost. so they they asked old Ned and um, he thought that Crom's body would be found near the base of a large pine tree about a hundred feet from the place where he had entered the water so they, they started looking there and they only found an old stump, no body. So there was okay. like where the dark spot he had in his vision yeah, yeah, it, was it was a stump. Was stump. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a body. So, so, okay. so <laughs> old see. Ned. Old Ned was not so reliable in this story. Huh. Um, but yeah, so after a week or so his his dad, Frederick, Frederick J. Crom oh. decides he's just gonna go back home. There's no body. They're just he he just assumes that it like washed down the river somewhere, yeah. and they they'll find him eventually, but they don't really know. It's gonna be hard for the dad to just yeah, leave, you know? just, leave just
0: leave it. Where he last was, and
1: and he gave the idea where like well maybe like vagrants or someone stole those items out of mm-hmm. you know the pile of clothes. You know if they saw it on the that's river, that's, that's you, you know point. like, yeah. and everyone's like well it's kind of an off the off the road sixty feet in the bushes mm-hmm. like. If you didn't know, he was there, but it was a swimming hole. So, right. there must have been other people, people would have yeah. known that people go swimming there and steal stuff. So, it's. Some. Don't go swimming yeah. by yourself, August. Right? <laughs> at night. <True. laughs> it was August, but yeah. still. So, you know, they do have a picture of this gentleman. Yeah. I mean, see? Let's see. This oh, is yeah. Charles. He's. Okay. He looks does, prestigious. Looks, yeah, he looks like he's a got himself together. He's yep. about 5'8, 5'9, weighs 160 pounds. Okay dark hair um yeah so he was okay. missing for for quite a bit and wow. then there was another another story a couple of months later so this did you find been, this
0: in a different article
1: yes okay. so this is all reported in the providence journal there's okay. like a smaller semi-weekly version called the manufacturer's farmers oh, journal yeah. so they had been posting um stories like updates but there was an update Crom alive <gasps> yep
0: October
1: 4th, 1900. So this is about, yeah, so this is like six weeks later, right? So he disappeared August 26th, which was a Sunday night, yeah. So they found out that his father wrote in and said, I'll just read it right here. So, um, his father has written a letter to the friends in this city. Just where the young man was found is not stated. He disappeared in August, his watch and clothing were found no not the watch that's wrong right yeah, <laughs> the bank yeah. of the swimming hole the river is been dragged at this time What is his belief was generally that he had drowned although let's see here um at the end of the article yep his father fj crom who at one time was the chief burgess of athens journaled to glendale saying a couple of days ago he ordered his son's clothing shipped home Crom expressed the opinions that this time that his son was not drowned, but the officers and others knew the young man referred to doings in the past and expressed the belief that he was alive and then left the place. So he had gotten a letter, I guess, from one of his family friends that they saw him in Pennsylvania, which is like where his hometown, the, his hometown. but he hadn't reported to his dad. He hadn't like That's written weird. anything yeah. and just kind of just wanted some alone time. Like what was going on with this guy? Yeah, Do you have like or, you a know, like, he was due to breakdown? Yeah. No, he definitely planned it out. He like, he put Set it. Set up his clothes. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what was going on in his life, but he just dropped off the face of the earth for about a month and a half, and then still didn't tell his family where he was or what was going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: well, I think he's
1: drowned. Yeah, and I'm yeah. They're like, they're like, and, yeah. maybe he just you know just wanted to start over (laughs) like what is going on with this guy so and not only that i i dug some deeping deeper into um ancestry and i found that in
0: what'd
1: you find (laughs) january 1st Mm -hmm. um right here january 1st 1902 so this is like a year and a half later right because we were almost into 1901 he marries a Marjorie Bishop in Odessa, New York, which is like, like middle of New York, like an hour okay. from Pennsylvania. So it's feasible. He was like in that area for a while wow. and he got married. <laughs> so there's
0: no explanation.
1: No, just nothing. Oh. Like, I don't know. I really, I want to talk to this. Guy. I wish yeah. I could like send him a message. <laughs> like, like you we're, would hope that. Like- yeah.
0: His, did he have
1: children? Yes, he did. He had four children with, wow. with Marjorie. He had Elizabeth Bishop, which I guess they put her middle name as the mother's main okay, name. Yeah, a name. Yeah. Then they had Frederick Waldo, who he named after his dad. So he mustn't have had a, a terrible <laughs> relationship died. if he's naming his son after him, right? Huh. And then third child was Mary Adele. And actually, he couldn't have had this fourth child because... He died in 1909 and this robert henry was Wait, born in 1909 yeah 1909 so not much longer after so, oh, so he's only like 30s yeah yeah he ended up getting typhoid fever oh. and he hemorrhaged <gasps> so i found that in like his wow. death record and so
0: really no one this is like a story that like y- you're really probably not if this is your ancestor yeah, out there, you're, yeah. you probably would have never heard no story, because he, he couldn't even tell it to his children probably
1: no because in his like family archives okay. here it has like his birth it doesn't even have him in rhode island at all wow. so it's like a side shoot of his so it has age 12 and then age 25 yeah. so his like early 20s isn't accounted for so if yeah. you didn't see this article it, it, you'd have yeah, no idea he it. had this interesting little Side shoot of yeah. <laughs> missing person. Well, yeah.
0: You're wrong. Does it say? Did it ever say in any of the censuses what like his job was when he moved there? No. No. I'd be curious. If it, like, I, 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 oh, in oh mills, that's actually a good idea. Let's. Like, yeah. Did he stay in the mills? He's a railroad. It was, oh, I mean, the railroad, yeah. Yeah. sorry.
1: Yeah. I won't. I don't. I wouldn't think so, right? Because right, he probably have like. To
0: escape that life. Yep. Wow, that's a good one. And then I found
1: another article where the person, the guy who replaced him, George Madison he disappeared too like like in the gundale agent like um like a couple years later like and another weird story um so this guy's missing too so i need to dig deeper and see if he was ever found yeah but there was another story like his daughter eloped and he ended up chasing them down and making sure they didn't get married so i wonder if there was some bad blood with his yeah son-in-law in to say that. two cases of people yeah in the and that was his replacement yeah it wasn't
0: like yeah decades later like yeah the same thing happened but
1: he didn't drown so it wasn't like well good. that's good yeah that's but, good but then
0: yeah he must just have what, set it all up what's going on he just and how did he get away if they like checked the records or you yeah know, did they like try to see if they called for any
1: well, they said he only had, like, $40 to his name, and they're like, we can't set up a new life with $40, right. but maybe he could in 1900. And who knows?
0: Maybe, obviously, the dad reported to the, to the people in yeah. the town, which was nice, because people were probably still thinking about yeah. it, But, hey, who knows? He Maybe he went back to his dad and, I don't know. Asked for money. Speculation, for sure.
1: Right. And then how did the, the wife name the fourth child Crom? And he definitely wasn't.
0: Yeah, maybe she remarried. But why would he still make a note
1: of that? Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Fourth child,
1: fourth awesome. child is a question mark, but that's they definitely had at least three. Wow, <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's an interesting one. So, hopefully, you know, for some reason or other, this kid, this guy had a wanted out, and yeah, Glendale wasn't it for him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't meeting, yeah, <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't meeting anybody, anybody good here, I guess, or awesome. maybe. Maybe he didn't end up getting into something shady. He needed to get out of here. Yeah, black mm-hmm.
0: blackmailing him. have
1: been blackmailing him. We love, will never know. never know. Big question marks. Yeah. If you do know, feel free to let <laughs> <Yes>. us like, <laughs> no. give us the, the uh, details. That would be awesome.
0: Awesome. Very cool. And um, that, yeah, that's uh, our articles for this week. And we hope you are able to listen and, you know, make any connections.
1: Yep. And give us any stories that are, you know, you're wondering what happened to a relative and in your family. And we'll do our, our due diligence to find out, find out the secrets. <laughs> Thanks for listening.